Hi everybody, my name's Misha, aka Refilling My Wallet. And my name is David, I'm back, baby! And this is Finance, Sales, and Cocktails. What are we drinking tonight? So I have this unfiltered um, cider. It's so weird when you do that. So because it's unfiltered, it's down east, you have to like shake it up a little bit, turn it upside down before you open it because all the stuff set it, sets into the bottom of the can. <laughs> it was great. We had people over this weekend and people were like, Misha, what are you doing? Shaking up. A- beer and uh it's like no you're supposed to and it does say shake it up a little bit it does and if you don't know it like you don't shake it up but i did so and it does not spray all over it does well if you go crazy like i did what are you drinking today sprite and white or clear bacardi it's interesting i I felt like changing it up i don't feel like drinking coke you're so you're so good looking. <laughs> Thanks, um, Jerry. Okay, so you were not here last week. You feeling better? Much better. Uh, took COVID test. No COVID, but that was probably the worst cold I've had in like a year. You know, when we first had Ellington, I get real bad colds, mm-hmm. and then for like six to eight months, it was great. Like if I got one, is very mild. It was. But that took me out for a good three or four days. So well, now you're you're back and better than ever. So that's I'm glad to have you here. I last week was people liked it, but it was definitely like it's hard to do a podcast by yourself. I would imagine. And so I was basically I don't know if you listened to it. You probably didn't. Um, it's like me motivating them to like, <laughs> as Kim Kardashian would say, get off your ass and work. Nice. I will have to listen to it. You are a good motivator, so I'm sure it was good. I was trying to motivate myself. Um, <laughs> I need someone someone else to, to do that for me, I think, because I'm just... What are you trying to get motivated on? Oh, we'll get into it. <laughs> okay. um, so people have been asking, what's the deal at the house? Are we going to sell? I mean, I feel like every week the house just gets more and more valuable. Like, I think today Zillow said it's 294 Yep. Which is Zillow, so like... Zillow's kind of fake, but... I think people say it's like 10% off, which is $30,000 or almost. So, I mean, but 294 is a good-looking number, but I'm... What do you think? You know, at one point in time, we said if it cracks 300 on Zillow, we're selling. Yeah. <laughs> so, where are you at? Uh, well, we balanced each other and did the opposite. You initially wanted to sell. I sort of had to think about it. And then I determined I wanted to sell and you were not ready to sell. I am no longer wanting to sell the house. I'd still sell. I'm not ready. I So I asked everybody. I was like, guys, I need you to convince me to to stay because I don't want to stay. Like I, I was telling people that like we were moving. I was like, hey, our house is for sale, by the way. So if you want it. Yeah, you were. <laughs> and then I think the next day I was like, no, I don't want to sell anymore. And basically what hit me is Save My Sense, who is um, um, a pretty big name in the DFC. She was like, I'm going to come at this from a purely numbers standpoint. And I was like, because everyone else was saying like, oh, well, you don't want to move again. And you've got a kid and where are you going to live and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, guys, you, this is not going to convince me because I have already convinced myself. So I was like, the the things you're telling me, I have reasons against like why I'm not going to do it. And so she said, I'll be purely mathematic. What is the interest rate on your debt? How long have you held the house and what is the annual, the percentage annual appreciation on the house and what's your mortgage interest rate? And I was like, okay, the the first question is, um, what's the interest rate on our debt? Our interest rate on our debt is 0%. For now. For now. <laughs> Joseph Robinette is still extending it, so... Because I got some student loans that I think are like 8% or something crazy. More than our mortgage, I know that. Okay, but but for now, 
you're fine. For now, For now. we're at zero percent. You can sell a house in thirty days. <laughs> so basically, when I when I realized that, I'm like, okay, so the the pace of zero percent. We're not fighting against anything except ourselves, really, at this point. Like, we're not fighting against interest. So, if all of our debt, like, the medical debt's at 0%, the the upstart or whatever it is, is at 0%, our student loans, except for one of yours, is at 0%. Yeah. So, like, logistically, mathematically, it, it doesn't make sense to do anything that would, like, get away from the, the one growing asset we have. At the yeah. rate that it's growing. Yeah, and I think that's something we... We talked about that, though, because we knew it was going to be a sacrifice and a potential gain. So then the other thing that I realized was I I had to stop thinking short-term because that's essentially what I was doing. Um, and I said, where do I want to be in five years? And in five years, I would like to be in not necessarily a bigger house, but I want more land. I want the space and I want... To be able to run around and build a pool and blah, blah, blah. And while moving into a condo or renting an apartment would have been fine. Like, it would have been fine. This house, at the rate that it's going... But is, will not continue to go at this but, most likely. But, the, the oh, that's not what we were saying last time. Um, the house is, like, again, our best asset at this point. Because... Of how like much it grows. If we were to buy a condo or if we were to rent, it wouldn't be growing at that rate. It's just crazy to me how much of a one eighty you did. How well, much like, of we're a one eighty did you do? Rent. Well, I never. Fine. Okay, first of all, I don't ever. I never believe that you're throwing money away when you're renting. I don't think that's a fair statement to make. I think that if you if renting is good for your situation or your mindset or your lifestyle, then you should rent. And in that moment, I was thinking, okay, well, renting kind of makes sense for us. But if my goal is to get a house that's probably going to be $500,000 in the end, I need to make sure I have the money to cover that. (laughs) But exactly. So, like, if I move to a condo, we see how much the condos are appreciating. They're not. We see. They are. Okay, but barely. I think they have a lot, too. Not like our home. Maybe our home is a little bit better, but... Uh, what is she eating? I don't know. Um, no, Sorry. I just think that, like, our like we see the condos that are for sale, and they were the same condos that were for sale when we, when we bought this house. We were looking, when we were looking at condos, we saw some between, like, 120, I think, the lowest, 140, maybe, to 175, which is the one we considered now... Most of them are like two hundred thousand, maybe. I would say one seventy to two hundred. We what? barely get see two hundred thousand dollar condos because uh, of our search. I mean, most of the condos we see are under. We saw one that was two hundred thousand because we really liked it, and I was like, no, I'm not going to buy a condo at two hundred thousand if that's what we bought our house for because with the HOA, it's not going to go down. I don't know. I'm just not ready to sell. Um, it's also- I it would I I like living here and I wasn't ready either, but I sort of got on your train of. I wanted like, the fresh start. I yes, I will I give agree. you that. I wanted the fresh start, and I but I realized like, okay, so let's say we we erase all of our debt. We start at zero, right? And that's really great. But then our asset, our this big asset, this house is also going to be basically at zero. Like our housing money is at zero. Like yeah, we'll have like twenty grand for uh, a uh, savings down. What is it called? Oh. Emergency fund. But like, is that enough? Is that okay? Like, we're starting at zero again. So like, we're further away from the house. Uh, what I really liked about it is we'd have full access to our uh, like pay, basically. I know, but like. We could also, I could also have full access to my pay if I stop fooling around. If. Big if. Okay, but so the big thing that I also realized was I am trying to solve a spending problem with a very big permanent solution. And I don't know that that's a good idea. I don't know if it's like, it's like saying like, oh, should I... 
I'm really mad at this coworker. I'm just going to quit my job. You know what was interesting? <laughs> so when we were talking about this, I looked up what Dave Ramsey says on this. And uh, oh, yeah, I know you love Dave Ramsey. I, can you hear me rolling? <laughs> I'm going to start drinking. He, he was sort of stumped on it a little bit because he's like, well, I don't think it's the best idea, but is it a good idea? He's like, I don't know. And I mean, I... I don't want to say I agree with Dave Ramsey, but like, is it a bad idea? Like, is it a bad detrimental idea? No. I don't think so. Yeah, no, it's not a detrimental. It's like an idea. okay idea. They're, they're... Maybe we should call Dave Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, it's been a few years since you talked about this. Tell us what you think nowadays. Uh, yeah, I think that's basically what it was. He was like, it's like an okay move because one, you're paying off all your debt. That's excellent. You know, what's that? A step number two for him, I think. Step or two or three. Maybe step two, yeah. And, uh, but also you're giving away the asset. Uh, but if we rented, we'd pay off our mortgage, and that would be nice. <laughs> so we did look at a townhome. We rent. We went to a, a apartment townhome. And guys, I'm gonna try to make a reel for this because the photos online were stunning. The photos and the price that they're like, the you price, can move in for $12.99. $12.99. It was a two-bed, two, two-and-a-half bath. Three-bed. Three-bed. Three-bed? I think. I'm pretty sure. It was a three-bed, two-bath. No. Okay, that's what they offered online. It was a three-bed, two-bath, I think. Um, it had, like, a fireplace. It had, like, an outdoor area. It was area. as big as our house, square footage-wise. It was wise. as big as our house. The, I mean, it looked so stunning. We went, I had to take off like extra time from work to like make this appointment work and David had to like drive all the way down from where he works and we, the guy's like, okay, like what are you looking for in an apartment? I'm like, I don't know, like a nice place. He's like, well, define nice. And I was like, nice. Updated, you know, Updated, not like, like, yeah. And he was like, okay, um, well, we can show you this one that we have available and he goes and he shows us. He knew that oh, I yeah. was, like, irritated. He knew as soon as we walked in that place. Because he's like, so this is built in the 1980s. And I'm like, okay. This is the original? Everything's original. Yep. Everything's original. And, I mean, like, this is the this is the, the floor model or whatever. So it's supposed to be the nicest part. You know what I think they fucked up on? They had, like, poor lighting in there, too. It, it just made it seem so, like, dark it. and dingy. Yeah, they really needed to stage it. They should have staged it, because it seemed so... It almost seemed dirty. And it I did. had Ellington with me, and I was like, please do not, like... You cannot be on this ground, because it looks so... It just... Ugh, it was so... And I took a couple pictures. They're not great photos, but, like... It's probably how it truly looked. It just... I was like, this is appalling it, and and then how much did he tell us it was going to be oh so he is like 14 uh 1500 1, and he dropped it by 50 dollars to 1449 or something 600 dollar deposit, deposit 600 pet fee yep and then there was one oh 300 dollar application fee 399 yeah and i was like bro so just to even get in this place in our situation would have been $1,600, which is more than our mortgage. And he's like, don't worry, your, your place is going to sell. Your place is going to sell. I'm like, listen, I know my place is going to sell. Like, I'm not concerned about yeah. selling my house. I'm concerned about where I'm going to live next. And, like, the, there are places that we could go that would be fine. I think we got to answer this. So the places that they have advertised online, mm-hmm. $2,000 a month, I'm pretty sure. What? I think the like the nice updated models and everything. Oh, oh, I see. Two thousand dollars. Yeah, the the photos for what they were showing were two thousand dollars. They had to be, um, and there are places that we could go, um, like that aren't you know as updated, and they're like what like a thousand. Yeah. Don't say the I think name. 1, Don't say the name. I'm not because you love just <laughs> getting us true crimed over here. Um, so the one over there is um i think a thousand or something like that yeah it's a thousand or eleven hundred for a two bedroom but it's small it's probably what 700 square feet maybe yeah but see i don't know that i care that like again it it would depend on what we're doing is that what is the goal what was the goal and we the goal if the goal is 
fresh start, then nothing else really should matter. Like, if the goal is fresh start, then you need to find a place that's just, like, fine. That's, like, not livable. I don't want to say, like, livable, but, like, nice enough. Like, yeah, it's whatever. But we went into this other place with high expectations, and we were pretty picky. And Like, honestly, if that place looked like it was online, we probably would have done it. Well, I don't know. The, up, the upstart cost was sort of brutal. I probably would have got over that. Um, but, yeah. It was. Yeah, we would have been closer to doing it, it I was, guess. Because it's, it's a really nice place. It has a dog park. It has a pool. It has a regular playground, washer and dryer, in-unit, in the master bedroom, fireplace, garage, attached garage. Like, it is very nice. It, well, that one wasn't. <laughs> but, um yeah so and then you know i don't know we tried to look at another one and those photos also didn't match online so i'm not saying no i'm just saying not right now and not for this reason and i'm not ready to like buy our forever home yet i don't think that that would be a smart move either agreed yeah i think we gotta sort of see what this market does over the next couple years before we buy our forever home it is kind of crazy though because like we were looking at uh, a house earlier today, and I think uh, your uncle must have bought it in like 2009. Yeah. And he paid 20 grand for it. But 10, it was like he bought it in like October and in August, someone else had bought it, and they bought it for 46. Dang, so they sold it for a loss? They sold it for a loss. Yeah. And that is kind of what like makes me nervous. Because, like, what are, like, the market can just switch. Like, even right now, I heard interest rates are up. Like. Oh, yeah, they're 5% now. And what were they? They were doing, like, 2.25 or Yeah, don't get me started on that. So that's sort of bullshit. And uh, my uncle, he. Different uh, uncle. Yeah, different uncle. He's sort of pissed off about it, too, because literally they raised interest rates 0.25. And interest rates on mortgages and stuff almost doubled. Like, they're just, like, price gouging now. The Fed. Yeah, um, and then the lenders all like doubled their interest rates on mortgages, and one. Well, you know why? Because they've been doing under, like, well, lower interest rates. Well, one lender was like, when I was talking to him about, it, he's like, "Oh, well, like, you know, supply and demand. There's not much like uh, supply out there." I'm like, "It's been that way for two years." Well, so, they're making adjustments. <laughs> Make adjustments. It, go get it energized, man. I guess so. <laughs> um, I just. I when I talk about it when I talk about if we should sell a house it it makes me want to sell the house but when I like sit down and think about it I'm like mm, no because first of all I only have like 11 grand in debt left and I'm like ugh I could just pay that off like I mean I should just pay that <laughs> off so like I feel like again not that Dave Ramsey is my guiding light but i feel like he'd be like girl go sell a pizza better than i deserve or however his voice would be beans and rice rice and beans beans and rice and rice and beans um well i think uh we we do good with resets though is one thing i was sort of looking forward we to. Do. We, we do i really will say like resets. when we when we moved back here we were like on fire because yes. that was like a fresh start for us and we were on fire and then that was like the last reset I think we've had it was two-ish years ago. And and honestly, we sort of stalled out. I think part of the car thing, too, we did stall out for like two or three months and it felt like we were not making progress. I mean, the, the crappy thing is like when we're paying these 0% interest or, you know, loans, we are making progress. Like, That's true, yeah. Even every month, even now, even though <coughs> we're just doing the minimum, we're making like... Yeah. It's, what is it for... 500 plus say 800 dollars a month it my debt goes down like yeah. my personal debt goes down 800 dollars a month yeah so like what am i doing um anyways so basically we got nowhere on the house <laughs> yeah sort of wasted our mental energy for two or three weeks it does suck that we can't be on the same page you know i've always said we balance each other a little bit because so you're the, sort of quick to think. I'm quick to make I'm a slow. decision, and you're slow. And by the time you come to terms with something, I talk myself out of it. 
<laughs> which can sort of work out and also sometimes not work out. Yeah, but then you get frustrated because, like, you're now on board for what I've been saying. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, nah, never mind. I don't want to do it. We got to find a good, better balance. Uh, everyone else said don't sell. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people said don't sell. But also a lot of people said don't move to California and don't do other things we've done. Yeah, that's true. Um, new daycare. We it's going good. That. It's going great. I am obsessed with it. Please don't say the name of the daycare. I won't. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you have said our city twice. And people are like, David is trying to get you murdered. <laughs> I have a dog. <laughs> I have a dog. Okay, anyway. So, old daycare was, what? eleven sixty a month. New daycare for the same amount of time was is fifteen seventy, and that is a lot of money. Not for the same amount of time. Not for the same amount of time. Which we so we went down. We discussed like I really wanted him in this daycare. We discussed and we landed on four days a week at fourteen twenty. So it's still more expensive, but a little more palatable. Um, miles and miles better, I would say. Yeah, I agree. Like the, I mean, first they're allowing him to take as many naps a day as he wants. Currently, he's taking like two. His first one's been pretty short. Yeah, he's still at like two hours between the two naps. But he's in a much better mood, I feel like. So um, that's nice. I mean, they're updating me with pictures every day, and it's always like not just him like sitting there it's like an engaging photo like oh we're learning shapes today or we're working on letters or painting he's done a lot he's of painting he's done a lot of painting he's done a lot of artistic things which i love because it's just like another way to to be creative the weather has been kind of crappy here it snowed today it is april 18th and uh so they they haven't gotten a ton of outside time he's been outside i think twice in the week and a half that he's been there but I'm just, I'm so much happier with it. Uh, they're going to bring in yoga teachers to teach the kids yoga. I mean, the yeah. next class up, not I mean, when he's 18 months. They move based on, like, they move them up based on their development and not um, age. age, which is really nice as well. So, um, And you just get a vet better vibe. Like, room two, I had a good vibe at his old daycare, but this room three, terrible vibe going in here better vibe yeah because we're even working with like a teacher like i drop him off to the teacher that's like below his and i get good vibes from her and the teacher that he is with get good vibes from her like yeah yeah. so and they have cameras which you can see up front like we can't see them which i i that's the one thing i wish they had is like a live feed for the parents um but they have it which to me is good because if there's ever an incident they they should have this footage. So. Yeah. Well, and they are pretty transparent about stop by anytime you want. Like, yeah. You know, which I think most daycares are like that, but it's sort of like she's confident. Like, anytime you want to stop by. Yeah. So it's nice, and it's it's kind of, I just like it's more secure. I feel like because of how it's laid out. So. Yeah. You know what's cool too is like, it's a, a sort of a small building, but I feel like they maximize their space. Fairly they well. do. I think because of the small building, they don't do like before and after school for kindergartners. Hmm. But um, I mean, who knows what I'll be doing by that point? So yeah, uh, yeah. I like new daycare. Yeah, it's going good. So hopefully it continues. I was looking to see like, okay, when does the price shift again? So then his next price shift is eighteen months, and it drops. But what, I'm like ten dollars. Um. Usually I can't remember. It is a, it is a significant amount because yeah, I was good. like, uh, we might bump him back to five days a week, because basically I have every other Friday off, so like I can watch him easily on those days. It I don't want to say sucks, but it's more challenging because those were my days to like get stuff done and like prepare and have a moment or Instacart or whatever, and now I don't have that anymore. Um, and then on on Fridays that I have to work, like I have to basically watch him and work so i'll probably work to try to get up at like 5 a.m on those fridays so that i can like get a lot of time out of the way and then try to work extra throughout the week and while that's fine it's not sustainable for a long period of time so 
it's not it it will still go up in price if we bump him to five days a week but not by much don't look that face at me (laughs) you want to take off every other friday i would if i could you could come work from home on those days and help me that'd be nice uh don't think i can do that (laughs) oh all right so taxes Taxes. Tax day was what today? Today. Today is tax day. So, what are our final numbers? Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head. Do you? We yeah. owed the federal, or no, we owed the state. We owed the state. I think like seven fifty or something, and we get back federal like six ten. So we ended up owing like one fifty, basically. Yeah, a little less than I think, but that's. In the grand scheme of things, it is less than our previous two years. Let's remember that I fucked up the taxes um, two years ago. And then again, I messed up last year, too, technically, by a lot more. How's that? I Because of my... I was like, oh, it'll balance out. It will balance out because I've been working longer than I did it. And I uh, messed that up, so... This is my turn to take a 1099 for the first year, 1099 for the second year, and I just wasn't prepared for that. Um, but so yeah, this year, you know, you're still under technically because I, I was like, we owed like three thousand dollars, I think, the first year, yeah, and three thousand last year, too, I think. Yep, so yeah, I'm glad to get away from that at least. Next year, hopefully, hopefully it's next better. year will be good. You, um, I sold a bunch of crypto for losses, so. <laughs> is that good no okay <laughs> um yeah so let's see what else is going on oh um this is basically like an update episode i feel like just kind of like running through running through our updates yeah um so i bet six hundred dollars that i would lose 10 percent of my body weight in six months yeah, I and we sort of talked about it. And I think it's definitely sustainable and like doable, and it's not like high pressure type deal where you're gonna do it for a month and quit. Yeah, like so this gives you a good opportunity to make it sustainable. So basically, what I've done is I've entered into it's called a diet bet, and I am I am very um, aware of the diet culture and like the. The effects that it can have on a person and their menta- mentality and their physical health. So I'm like very cognizant not to do things like crash diets and things like that. Um, so Diet Bet basically has two options. They have a four-week challenge and a six-month challenge. One's called a Kickstarter. One is called a Transformer. And so my thought was like, let me do a Transformer um, and basically... A transformer is you bet like a certain amount per month and you have to do lose 10% of your body weight. Everyone has the same number. Everyone has to lose 10%. Um, and everyone who's in this like challenge in this group puts in $100 well, um, per month. So it's $600 total. Of curiosity, do you actually commit to 600 or if I want to drop out after two months, I lost 200 bucks? Um, I'd have to look at that. So I think each round you get like some, I think. No, that's not true because you don't get a, I don't know. Um, because you basically, you can't lose more than 30% of your body weight. Like they, Which is probably good. They don't want so you to, yeah, they don't want you to like, do something crazy when you get to round five which is month five you can you have to have lost like a certain amount to move on to the next round uh, so they're trying to prevent that last they're minute trying purge to of prevent, like yes gotcha. uh, like That's disordered smart. eating so it is really good um and it's it's not like oh I want everyone has to lose 15 pounds it's everyone has to lose 10 percent of their body weight yeah. so that's kind of um good too I um just joined last week. And I think I have like another week or so if I'm like, never mind, this was a stupid idea. But I think this is what's going to help me because this has been like a goal of mine that I've done nothing towards. And um, if I lose $600, like that would suck. So this is not like a get rich quick 
plan. I think the last time I did it, I won like twelve dollars. Yeah, didn't we both do it like five we years ago? We both did it. And How did we fare? You said we won. We like won the bucks. first one. I I lost my second one. We won like twelve bucks. Okay. But you get your dot your bet back plus whatever. Basically, Good. everyone puts in six hundred dollars, and then the winners, like people who lose ten percent, divide the pot up. If you lose, you don't get your money back. If you do, you get your money back plus the loser's money. Um, so people are like, oh, I only made $15. It's like, okay. The point of this is not to like become rich and retire. The point of it is to like motivate you to lose this weight that you've been like trying to lose. Yeah, and also so you don't waste $600, you know? Exactly. So I... Um, even if you break even and you lose some weight, it's still good. It's still good. Like that's that's my thought. Um, so I paid a hundred dollars and I used my debit card. Wow. I did not float it. So, um, I'm excited. Yeah. I think it'll be good. That's, uh, like I said, I really like the six month deal because, yeah. you know, if you have a bad week or two, it's not like you screwed your whole diet bet, you know? And I feel like it allows me to make like more sustainable choices. Yeah, sort of a lifestyle change. At the instead six of being like, yeah, like, I mean, six months is basically October, I think. Oh, this sort of reminds me of this. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and I sort of got... Uh, minimalist. <laughs> I sort of got so discouraged because they were talking about, um, like, oh, like, using uh, non-stick pans and, like, plastic Tupperware and how that stuff, and uh, like, ends up in your food. I'm like... The PFAS, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, that just irritates the hell out of me because it's like, here I am trying to cook at home be good you know it's healthier eating at home usually than eating out and here they're like yeah you're probably getting some non-stick crap in your food that's not good for you it's like jesus man like you gotta make like you gotta be so conscious of every little thing you ever watched the good place <laughs> um but yeah pfas is i think it's on coats like dry wick coats or what are they called dry oh like the water repellent coats yeah. that makes sense that's pfas ah um, PFAS so is like per and polyfluorochile substances or something. Mm. Um, but yeah, they're talking about like using a cast iron skill. I'm like, man, those are so damn heavy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they stick like crazy at least for a while. And we uh, sh- we don't have a cast iron skillet. That would we be, do not. That would be a good gift for me, um, David. I'll have to note that one. Well, year six, our six year anniversary is coming up in twelve days. It is. And the year six is iron. Or candy, but I don't I know like what candy. you're getting. Cast iron skillet. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, well, what are we going to do for that, for our anniversary? I don't know. It's a week before we go to Ireland, so it's a little tough. I want to do something, but we're sort of occupied with Ireland. I was going to ask, how do you feel about Ireland coming up? Uh, Okay. Um, I don't like the idea we recently added in the thought of maybe having to rent a car. I don't really like we that. We are renting a car. It's happening. We have to rent a car. Yeah. We I, I was still research a little bit. Okay, so I have researched. Um, and with the car seat, it's it's kind of complicated. Because if we want to go from one part of Ireland to another, we have to take a taxi or like and install the taxi in the car seat or the car seat in the taxi. And then then what do we do with the car seat when we get to the zoo? Yeah, I think that is the big debate of like, what do you do with the car seat? So it's like we could use his infant car seat, but is he going to want to sit in that infant car seat the whole time? Especially if we push him in the stroller. He hates that part of the car seat. So then we take it out and carry the car seat around. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And then I'm also concerned about the cost of Ubers getting around everywhere. I still feel like they have a good bus system. I also don't love having him on a bus without being in a car seat. Because accidents don't just stop because you're on vacation. Yeah, I know, but I feel pretty safe in a bus. But you aren't a baby. This is true. <laughs> I feel like people got to do something over there. I'm they sure not did. Every, I'm sure not everybody can afford a car. So uh, what do the people do with the babies that they don't? Can't have a car. 
I'm not, I can't afford a car, so I'll be getting a car. (laughs) (laughs) Well, oh, tell them the deal about the car, though. So, in Europe, I think all of Europe, I think America is the only country that is like how we are with cars. So, like, in Europe, most of the cars are manuals. And if a manual car to rent for the week is like five to seven hundred dollars or something, in an automatic car is like a thousand to thirteen hundred dollars. Um, and my one friend was like, "Oh yeah, like we went to Ireland and we rented a manual car, and the lady behind us was trying to get her automatic car, but they didn't have it, so she had to wait for them to like go find an automatic car." Well, the one thing that I don't like about this deal, which we'll have to figure this out, is uh, I'm the only one that knows how to drive a stick shift. I could probably learn how to drive a stick shift in 12 days. My mom knows how to drive a stick shift. Yeah? Yeah. That's good. And your cousin knows how to drive a stick shift. I guess if we want to grind up some gears, might as well do it on the rental car. It can't be. (laughs) I can figure it out. (coughs) Um, Sorry. David. No, I got um, one left over from last week. I know, but everyone's listening, and now they heard this hacking going on over here. My bad. Anyways, um, yeah, I don't think I'm prepared for Ireland either. I'm supposed to have five thousand dollars saved, and I have five thousand. Well, between my vacation, so twenty five hundred, yeah. and I do not have that. I have nothing saved for it, and it's in te- twelve days or fifteen days. Yeah. And I was supposed to be Instacarting, and because we have to pick Ellington up from daycare, and he can't have, there's no Fridays, I can't Instacart. So. You know, I think one thing that uh, I sort of want to do, maybe we can do like a mini reset. We do Ireland, get back from Ireland, have like three months of like, okay, let's get our shit together before we do something else. Yeah, I have this down as a. Six one is the reset that I have down. So yeah, because we got a couple things going on in May still, and um, I think June first we reset and uh, yeah, June, July, August. If we can just sort of like take a breather, yeah, I think that'll be good. So it's fine. A um, couple of not so fun expenses that I've had and you've had and. Um, we got another medical bill from Ellington's birth. For I mean, it was only for thirty-three dollars, but um, that it came straight from a collections agency, and I have never seen this bill before. It was from the radiologist when he had a cracked in his a crack in his clavicle when he was born, and it's you know it's thirty-three dollars, like whatever, and I would have paid it had I known about it. Two, it should have been run through insurance, which would have been zero dollars. Um, but I called them and I was like, hey, like, what is this? And they're like, oh, it's this bill from this whatever, whatever. And I was like, okay, but I've never seen this before. Like, did you guys run it through my insurance? And she says, no, I don't see that we ran it through your insurance. Um, like, how can they do that? How can they just decide to skip running it through insurance? Because it's a different part of the hospital. And so they didn't, so you according get a to them, bill. they didn't have any of this information. This I didn't. Bullshit. I didn't even know this bill existed. And so I was like, well, can you run it through insurance now? And she's like, no. This, um, you know, the timeline to run it through insurance is a year. And that year passed two days ago. Shocker. Shocker. We magically get this bill after that. I was like, yeah, but you guys just sent this bill over, you know, like. It's just, we should have fought him more on it. I'm not going to... It's not worth my time. Well, yeah. It's $33. Yeah, if it was more, maybe. But, like, it still just pisses me off. It's like a principal thing. Well, you could have called them, and you could have fought with them. But I wasn't going to do it. I had already called once to get information. I called another... The, the original department, and they were all unhelpful. I literally think that these people are soul-sucking devils. But, um, so you're telling me, same hospital, but because it's a different par- department, it was not on our not bill ready. we got for yep. everything else. That's such... That's ridiculous. I just... I can't stand... I cannot stand health insurance in America. Sorry to America. <sighs> Anyways. Okay. So, I am screwing up my spending. Like, royally. I have currently i think there's like 
it's like dwindling down, but there's about two grand left on my credit card um, and float. Have you paid any interest? No interest yet. That's good. I've yet. not paid interest. No. So I have to just pay it off before May 15th, but I'm still using it. So, like, this is my finance fail right now, is that I'm, like, living my life off of a credit card. And while I, I can afford it, technically, um, I'm, like, still habit. paying for the past. And then because I'm doing this, I can't make any progress towards my debt. Like, any extra progress than the minimum payments. So, like, like last week, I think I paid, like, $600 towards the credit card. That's $600 I could have gone to that's like half of one of my medical bills yeah so it just sucks that i'm like in this spot but it's hard because i don't feel like i regret the float i'm mad that the float is there but i don't regret the reason that i use the float yeah that's i think my budget on like a uh, weekend or weekly spending I think has been fine but the things that are popping up that I did not think of are killing me just like well random it's that stuff. I just had my car registration that's two years is going to be due in a month and it's it's obviously like car registration happens every year um, I think my brakes need looked at yes they and do. <laughs> so I need to go and take my car in with all the time that I have in the world um and I know that that's going to be, what, $300 purchase right there. Like, I imagine brakes is $300, at least. Um, and whatever else they're going to say, I need to fix on it. So, it's, like, it's, I mean, it's my fault that I'm, like, n not where I want to be. It's nobody else's fault but mine. It's not like, oh, well, life's getting me down and let, no. I'm spending my money on things that I want to spend money on. I told my friend, I was like, I feel like I'm I'm paying for things like I don't have debt. Yeah, you are. But it's hard Same because I, I have $11,500 in debt. I think you just got comfy with that number. And I, again, because it's going down to $800 every month. So I'm like, eh, whatever. Well, year, I'd say be... it's going down to $800 every month and then a, a bill comes. But, um... I just can't, I can't shake myself out of this spending because it, I'm enjoying it. Which I think that's sort of what led us into what we were in before, so we got to be careful. I know. I know. I think, I think this might, I hope this doesn't happen, but I think the day you get hit with interest, if that happens, it might be you're like, what am I doing? And uh, yeah, because we I haven't mean, paid it, interest we haven't like paid that interest. way. Uh, what three years now? Three or four years? Yeah. So if I ever have to pay interest, like that's gonna hurt a lot. But I also like okay. So I know like okay, my statement balance is two thousand whatever dollars. So if I this is what my budget has to look like in order for me to do that. But what I end up doing is running that budget down, 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 down. So it's like okay, a thousand dollars, boom, cleared. But I don't leave any buffer to live right. so my life. Back on so then I swipe my card again. And I don't know. This goes to show, like, it's it's all about habits. And, and, like, it's more than just money. Like, it's more than just math. And the Saudi Sagittarius um, is working on a reflection money journal. Um... So keep an eye out for that. It drops May 1st. Um, this is not sponsored, by the way. But um, that it's she talks about how, like, it's more than just math. Like, if if it's being a, a millionaire was easy, like, just math, then we would all be millionaires. But we're not because it's, it's habits. It's the mentality that you have. And I just am not in it right now. I'm just not in it. And I don't know... I don't know how to get in it because I'm living a very comfortable and happy lifestyle right now. And it's not, it's not, on paper, it's not a negative thing. You know what I mean? I see. So, like, it's one thing You're if I was going your, into debt. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. I was like, uh, whatever, I'm still, like, if I was doing what I was used, used to do. Yeah. But now, 
I have 92,000 plus 27,000 points. So I'm like, yeah, I can go, I can go anywhere. I can, <laughs> this is benefiting me and I'm still paying it off. Right. So it's like in full, I'm paying it in full. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's one of those weird things that's like, it's not bad unless you start having to pay interest that obviously is bad, but it's not the work like, but it's not great because you're not working towards your end goal of paying off this 11 grand. But I'm also like, you, I'm like very complacent because I'm like, yeah, my, it's going somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know. I see what you're saying. It's just, I'm just not, I'm not in it. And I know I'm not in it. So my plan, um, I am cashing out the dependent care uh, FSA. So that'll be between seven and nine hundred dollars um whenever it like which officially officially like hits it's gonna hit like one or two more times and then i stopped contributing to it which i think that was sort of adjustment that you didn't account for too because you started doing like i don't know it's probably two hundred dollars a month from your paycheck to yeah, that it's, at least it's four hundred a month oh, 400. so i mean that's something that you weren't and i it, like technically it should be fine right yeah. like tech like on paper again it's on paper the numbers should, the you're math doing, should be yeah, mathing, but it's not. I'm just like, I can't. Which that's actually, I think, a good point, because sometimes you're like, even though it might be financially beneficial, if you can't control it to, like, what you need to, it could be almost detrimental. For example, like, credit cards with points, you know? Oh, like, I want to get the points. Yeah, but if you're paying interest on that, what's the points really worth? So, you know, Which you got to be responsible with those benefits and, and privileges. And since I'm not paying interest, I'm just like, cool. So, I don't know. I'm just, I tried to motivate myself last week by doing that, that podcast, and it kind of helped, but like, I don't know. It helped other people, which is good, but I'm still just, I don't know, I'm floating. Like, not just in my credit card and my budget and... In life, I'm very much floating right now, and I don't know what to do. Yeah, which I think, uh, like I said, we need a reset every once in a while. It's been a while since we've had one. Is this your way of trying to convince me to sell the house again? Of course. Of course. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Well, those are those are all the notes I got. You want to do an OPB? All right, let's jump in. Okay, other people's business. I am very interested in what you and everybody else has to say about this one. <laughs> am I the asshole for not giving my stepson half of my daughter's college fund? My stepson, 18 male, um, his father was not involved in his life, but said he had a college fund. He ended up changing his mind and kept the college fund for his new child. I don't have a college fund for him because I always assumed his father was paying since his dad said he was. When my stepson found out what had happened, um, he and my wife want me to split the money from my daughter's account. And she's a 17-year-old um, girl. I've refused because the money in there was a gift from my late wife's parents. When mm. I refused, they asked me to sell my daughter's rings. The thing is, the ring was given from her mother for her for when she was going to get married. But the wife didn't live until then. I know it will crush my daughter's soul to sell it. My stepson and wife are saying it's favoritism, and I do feel a little bad. Am I the asshole? Wow, this is a tough one. I hope this isn't somebody real that we know, right? No, nope, <laughs> nobody real. That, well, I mean, they, it's, somebody it's, real, it's on but, Reddit, yeah. but I don't know if they listen to my podcast. <sighs> Man, that is a tough one. Uh, 100%. Sorry. I got excited there. Uh, 100% on selling the rings. Absolutely not. Like, that's like, what is it called? A, a heirloom? <laughs> Heir, heirloom. 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 <laughs> heirloom. Heirloom. Sorry. It's getting late. Uh, heirloom. Like, you cannot expect her to sell her w w late mother's. Yeah, her mom died. Yeah, come on. Like, that's... That, in her childhood. I, like, that's what makes me mad about the mom and the stepson. The college fund, on the other hand. I don't know. That's tough. If this No. Like, I wonder if this guy has been... So, has he been saving it with this current wife? 
Um. Oh no no no! She said it was partially a gift, gift from her. No, I don't think you give it to the stepson. <laughs> exactly. If it's believe... a gift from your late mom's grandparents or whatever, it said no. Yeah. I'm sorry. So it's basically her mom passed away. Her mom's parents gave her this money as okay, a gift yeah. for their college fund. I think sucks for the kid. Yep. You can help sign a loan for him. You can offer other things. Or if the mom wants to cash out her own 401k yep. and do it, that's fine. But I don't think that this girl's funds should be touched. And I think that this man needs to make sure he does everything in his power to make sure that that's not going to happen. Like I he agree. needs to get the rings out of the house. Because one, the rings are a gift to the daughter. So yeah, they're, they're not mother. They're not his rings to sell. Yeah. They're her rings to sell. So she was like, "Oh, here, I want to do this." And it's not like also, she, how much are these rings? Yeah, she's seventeen. So if she does decide to go to college, it's going to be within a year or two, you know. So it's like, it's not like, oh, we can over the next ten years work to build it back up. You know, it's like it's here. Yeah. So they can, if they want to, give sign up for parent plus loans or or even like other things or even if they're financially stable right now with their income maybe they can give them you know five hundred dollars a month or a thousand dollars a month or whatever towards school or something you know like but like the the day for her to get give up it's just not fair that like his biological father said he was going to do something and didn't um, and now the daughter has to be punished. I don't yeah. think that that's fair at all. So, I agree. And it's not, again, It's the money was a gift to the daughter. It's not a gift to the husband. So and the husband that can't, to me, the, it's not the husband's not. right to give that away because it's not his money. And the girl's grandparents, would they have done that if they knew this was going to be the case? I agree with you. That's... You know, it's one thing, I think it would be one thing if he had, like, saved the money or whatever. Like For it, her, yes. And it's, like, his, his contributions yes, or whatever. Yes. Then it's different. But, like, it's not her money. So, or it's not his money. Yep. So. I agree. Wow, this is the first time we've, like, well, you, hit like, all you cylinders. You scared me a little bit when you were saying, I don't know, this is tough. No, no. Given given those facts, that, that'd be outrageous to take that from that girl. I agree. So and it's and it's not to say that like you know I don't think it's favoritism because if she it's wa- not about like the stepchildren you know like yeah it's oh, not it's like not I was like, saving for her and not him like it's not about that this is gift stuff yeah. to her from not him from <laughs> <laughs> not him yeah so that's uh that's what we got yeah that's a good one I like that one thanks Man, I'm, I feel not like hot bother the mom and I'm feeling hilarious that you called it a heirloom (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna write that that's gonna be the title of this episode (laughs) (laughs) all right cool well i had to do this by myself last week so i probably mess everything up it's all good you can find me at refilling my wallet um on instagram (laughs) as always remember to refill your drinks and refill your wallets bye guys